On this episode, we talk the fountains at the Bellagio in Vegas, tips for cleaning up your Google Classroom, ideas for Google Slides portfolios, time-saving saving techniques, cool text, no more easy button, and why you should always wear your sunscreen. Welcome to Six Tips and Tricks from the TOSA, a bi-weekly podcast meant to give you ideas, techniques, and strategies for the intentional use of technology in the classroom. And now, here's my dad, Mike Brella. Way back when, years and years and years ago, I went to Las Vegas for my junior year of college for spring break. And I'm with a number of my roommates and a couple friends from college. And to this day, one of my most memorable moments, and this is not something you would think of for a Vegas vacation and spring break. Um, but one of my most memorable moments is the fountains at the Bellagio. I remember it was particularly late one evening and my roommate and I were walking to catch up with everybody else. And we just stopped to to watch the fountains and as we were watching um the song time to say goodbye came on uh that with the uh, andre bocelli and sarah brightman and i just remember both of he and i not a word was said we're just captivated uh, <laughs> for a couple different reasons but we loved these fountains and this song and just like the song said um it's time to say goodbye. This is it. This is the final episode of the uh, six tips and tricks from the TOSA because I will no longer be a TOSA after the end of this school year. I'll be heading back to the classroom, back to teaching social studies, back to while this is fun, I'm going back to what I love. Um, so this podcast in this form will be no more. Uh, just doing my other podcast that I have right now, the uh, My Best Lesson Social Studies, and then I will probably go back to podcasting for my parents, for the parents of my students later. So um, this is it. Hopefully you've enjoyed the ride. Um, even if nobody else was listening, I had fun too. This week, I think the, the quote that I love, I came across says, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Um, and, you know, as I reflect on these last two years, um, I'm hopeful and, and I'm fairly certain, but, but I hope that somebody, a couple people pick some things up for me. So hopefully you enjoyed this journey. I know I did. Um, I appreciate it. So thank you. I hope you learned a little bit and hope you take some more from these last six tips and tricks that I have for you. Thanks everybody. So my first tip, this, this episode, this final episode comes from none other than Eric Kurtz himself from the Control Audit Achieve blog, and it's the end of year Google Classroom cleanup tips. Um, just like your physical classroom, it's important that you go ahead and you take care of cleaning up your Google Classroom as well. Um, I'm sure by now it's probably a hot mess, especially if you have only used one classroom all year. Um, it won't be a big, as big a deal if you've used them all, but still, great things to do. So in this tip, this this. Uh, blog post by Kurtz. He gives you video directions. He gives you written directions um, and screenshots, but he gives you six steps and then goes into detailing and explaining why and how you would do each of these steps. So first thing, return all student work. He talks about unenrolling students, um, archiving old classes. His next step is to remove old calendars. And actually I added a bonus link in here in my show notes. If you're not familiar with Alice Keeler, she has a script that you can use for her Google with Google Sheets to, to unenroll you and delete old calendars. 
Um, then the fifth thing he has you do is move old class folders in the drive, which is pretty cool. And then the sixth thing is to remove old class files from shared with me in the drive. So take some, take a few minutes, check out end of year Google Classroom cleanup tips from Eric Kurtz and clean up your Google Classrooms. All right, my tip number two is another end of year idea here. And this comes from John Sowash of the Chromebook Classroom and it's end of year Google Slides portfolio. And if you haven't done this yet, I mean, this is a great year. What better year to do this, right? Uh, you can capture a time capsule of sorts from this pandemic year. And Sowash goes through why you would want to use Google Slides for this. Um, you know, simple, easy ways to add audio, text, videos, pictures, etc. Um, he gives you some different tools you might be able to use to record audio and put into your Google Slide Deck. Um, he gives you some ideas of questions you might ask, and then even shows you an example of an end-of-year Google Slides portfolio of um, from his daughter. So it's awesome. Check it out. Check out end-of-year Google Slides portfolio from John Showash of the Chromebook Classroom, and give it a shot. Have your students create. Google slide decks to remember this memorable year. All right. Tip number three is my time saving tip of the week. And this is actually a whole host of tips rolled into one. It is time saving techniques from the ditch book community chat. Um, it's, this is a curated collection of tweets from a ditch book chat that was held earlier in the school year. And the byline of the tweet, I love it, says, time is always a fact for teachers looking for some time management, productivity ideas to get more done, look no further. And in this specific blog post, Matt Miller has curated a collection of tweets with great ideas. And he divides his tips into four different areas. One, lesson planning time savers, where a whole bunch of teachers give you their different tips and ways they save time, including like obviously using things like um, templates or version histories was kind of cool, I thought. Um, he gives, there's another collection of feedback and assessment time-saving tips, a copyable wakelet collection on different time-saving tools that you can use. And the last is some links to more time-saving resources from the Ditch That Textbook blog from before. So check out my tip number three, which is a whole host of links within one time-saving, time-saving, excuse me, techniques from the Ditchbook community. All right, tip number four is a super simple way to create engaging graphics or word art, and it is cooltext.com. Um, this is an easy way to design logos and word art uh, without getting bogged down in so many specifics. I really enjoy using it. It's, it's again, easy to use. You can save it as an image. You can use the uh, image URL to insert this into any really, almost any, probably actually any Google product. So check out cooltext.com, C-O-O-L-T-E-X-T, -E all one word, .com, and make your graphics. All right, tip number five is my podcast recommendation this weekend. I don't know if I could figure a, well, there's, I could have gone one of really two ways for my podcast recommendations, House of EdTech um, or the Cult of Pedagogy. And I have in my show notes the Code of, Cult of Pedagogy one, and that's only because um, I did this before I listened to the last episode of the House of EdTech. So um, I'm going to give you a bonus one and actually searching for it right now to find when it was. But um, 
if you have not yet listened to the House of Ed Tech, the latest episode by Mr. Chris Nessie, uh, you're going to want to do that. This is from this past Sunday, and it's called The Benefits of Tools and Blended Learning. Uh, and Chris talks all about the things we've learned from this pandemic year and what you can take going forward. So check out The Benefits of Tools and Blended Learning from Chris Nessie in the House of EdTech. But the one that I have on my show notes is The Cult of Pedagogy, The No More Easy Button. And this came from May 16th of this year. Uh, and it's about the same thing with Chris's, um, where this one, Jennifer Gonzalez, talks about what we do moving forward, right? As humans, we're designed to find the easiest way. It's physiological. We know that's true. Our body adapts to things and we always want to try and find the simplest and most efficient way to do things, right? So Gonzalez urges us not to really find the easiest way and really simply go back to what we used to do pre-pandemic when we're out of this thing. So she gives you um, the listener or reader, if you choose to read the blog instead, some tips. And she says, you know, she gives you a, an exhaustive list of things you can do to make sure that you're not just si simply hitting that easy button and relying on things you've done in the past just because it's what you've done. Right. So she talks about when you're designing lessons in the future, um, talk about less fluff, more active learning, more collaboration, more pre-recorded content. She has a good segment on that one. For assessment, she asks you or reminds you to do more feedback, fewer grades, more iteration. I love that one. I think that's a lot goes with the feedback, uh, more fluid or incremental deadlines, and more open source tests. She talks about changing um, and looking into more inclusivity, uh, more universally designed learning experiences, more remote and hybrid pathways, and better representation in classroom materials. And then finally, she talks about relationships and not going back to relationships, dedicated time for relationship building in the future, more restorative practice in our classrooms, more anti-bias work and more fun. So my two different podcast recommendations, House of Ed Tech, um, the episode from this past Sunday, The Benefits of Tools and Blended Learning, and the podcast recommendation, Cult of Pedagogy, No More Easy Button from May 16th of 2021. And finally, tip number six, my final tip of the episode, video recommendation this weekend. It's, uh, this is something that I think I show for nostalgic reasons. And I show it every year uh, in the last couple of days of school in my classroom. And it's the music video from Boz Lerman. I don't know if you're familiar with Boz Lerman. And the, the song is Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. Uh, the song came out in 1997. So it reminds me of being in high school. But um, according to Urban Legend, this was a speech. Lerman took a speech given to Kurt Vonnegut or by Kurt Vonnegut at MIT commencement uh, ceremony. And he put it to really a kind of trance like music. Uh, but in reality, it wasn't Vonnegut. It was a columnist, Mary Schmidt or Schmick, excuse me, who wrote a column called advice like youth probably just wasted on the young. And it was, if she were to give a graduation announcement or commencement speech to the class of 1997, this is what she would have said. Um, and even if you do know the song, go back and watch it because it just gives you some great, great tips. And I always watch the video and the pictures and it just kind of reminds me of my own childhood and it makes me smile and laugh. So check out video recommendations. Everybody wear, everybody's free, excuse me, to wear sunscreen by Boz Lerman. And there it is, folks.
it's over. If you made it this far into the episode, I'm going to assume you're either my wife or my mom, <laughs> or maybe a few of the other people who have listened over the year, years, two years, I guess, now that I've been doing this one. Um, I really appreciate those of you who have listened and interacted with me and gave me feedback. Um, I really, I really appreciate it. You made me feel validated in uh, putting myself out there and doing this. Um, I feel like I did bring some value to some people throughout this. And again, you know, it goes back to my old Ryan Holiday. And I think it was stillness is the key. Talks about, you know, add your add your part to the greater good because it's going to make a difference. And if not to anybody else, it will to you. Um, so I do feel like this made a difference in me and I hope it helped you in some way or another. The one thing I will miss the most of this podcast, I really love hearing my sons. So for those of you who don't know, the intro is recorded by my son, Michael, um, and the closing was recorded by my son, Gray. And, um, they're not part of my new podcast, so I don't know I'm going to have to change that. But um, thank you. I'm going to let Gray take us out one last time here, and I appreciate all the feedback, and I uh, hope to hear from you in the future in different ventures. Thanks for listening to the to the episode, and until next time, Remember, don't be afraid. Try something new.